Hi there, I am Jen Vasquez, a marketing strategist helping female entrepreneurs go from feeling overwhelmed with trying to grow their business to successfully booking their ideal client. I do this by helping them to market their business with Pinterest and marketing systems to make their life and job easier. And I'd love to help you too. All right, let's get started. Um, Good morning, everyone. I'm so excited to chat with you guys today. So um, I'm going to go ahead. I do have the raise your hands on. So if you'd like to raise your hand um, at some point, um, once I'm done with this, with the information, I would love to invite you guys to uh, come up and ask questions or what have you. Good morning, Linda, Janice, everyone. All right. So today, The question that I get asked most often from my clients and potential clients is, how do I make marketing easier and less time consuming in 2022? It is really, really, really hard. Um, But today I will be sharing my answer, the answer that I give to everyone. And if you have a plan and a strategy, that is focused on your business goals, then it makes the whole process of marketing a hundred times easier. The plan and strategy is around the process for marketing and of course, consistency, of course, which is the hardest part of marketing, I find anyway. Um, If you are consistent, then you will really, really see growth in terms of analytics, which will of course lead to growth in your business. The other key of making it easier and less time consuming is repurposing. Repurposing is, I mean, is really the secret that when you find people that have like appear to have a ton of comfort of con- ton of content, a ton of quality content, chances are they have implemented repurposing in their content and marketing strategies so that it makes it 10 times easier. So in, in this episode, we are going to cover a few different ideas of how to take content that already exists, as well as creating a process to your marketing that starts with one piece of core content that will ultimately turn into content for all your social media platforms and really anywhere that you want to share this content. So I am very hopeful that um, that you're going to get new ideas, maybe a new mindset to follow a process that will give you more time to spend doing what you love instead of creating content. So the first thing that I love to cover is quality versus quantity. I think when we start making content, we tend to want to pump out a ton of content and sometimes your quality of that content will suffer. And when you're a solopreneur, you feel like you can never create enough content. At least that's how I feel and, and many people that come to me Uh, for help feel that same way. Every time you turn around, you feel like you need something else or something new um, or that you need to be sharing content more often. The key is to understand that you always want to start with quality content. And quality content is what your ideal client basically is typing into that search bar to find you and the content you're creating for that person. 
Google, as well as your ideal client, wants quality. Um, the better your content is, the more trust you are actually building with that person or potential client. And Google's algorithm is very, very, very good, scarily good at finding quality content and sharing it far and wide. So sometimes you'll say, oh my gosh, this blog post got like so much um, traffic and analytics on it, but I did the very same thing that I was doing before. Well, basically some of that content, either the title or the keywords that you used really resonated with what people are searching for. And when you find something like that, when you find a piece of core content that is that has done incredibly well, you want to dive in deeper and harder on that subject because that's what's being searched. And ultimately, that's probably what your ideal client is looking for. Um, consistency creates, uh, consistency is the next thing. It creates a trust with the Google algorithm. It sees you consistently pumping out quality content and will drive more traffic to your blog and ultimately to your business growth. And consistency is something I talk about a lot. I mean, a lot of people talk about it because it is really a huge key. You could be doing great for two weeks and then something crazy happens and you don't have sort of a backlog or content that is putting out, then you put out nothing and that kind of wipes out some of that momentum that you have created. Um, it typically starts with one missing piece of success for social media online. So the algorithm loves consistency and tends to produce better engagement and your stuff will ultimately get seen more and sort of spread out farther. And people love depending upon your steady stream of content and oftentimes consistency falls. So does the follows and the engagement. Um, the next thing that you want to make sure that you have is a marketing system. This is the easy part of marketing. Not easy to do, but it's the um, it's the area that I find that people miss the most. So let's say you have a great run for a couple weeks and then like I said, something falls into line and you sort of fall behind a teeny bit in what you're doing. What a marketing system does is it helps to create that consistency and make it easier because you're doing the same type of thing all the time. And it's just, it, 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 just like when you drive somewhere new and it seems to take forever to get there. But when you've gone there a lot and you're doing it a lot, it tends to seem like it's it's going faster. It's because you're getting used to it, right? So creating that system is creating a habit to make sure that your content comes out easier. What makes marketing easy is if you have a system or a process that you replicate week after week. Um, and it ultimately will help you to be consistent. And over time, you'll get way faster at doing it. Um, most of my clients come to me with inconsistent marketing. So if there's an issue, it's not necessarily the quality of the content or the amount of content they're putting out. They tend to come to me because they're literally just throwing spaghetti at a wall and seeing what works, right? Um, when you have little to no time, uh, it really, like whether you're running multiple businesses or you have young kids at home or whatever reason, if you have less hours 
to dedicate to marketing, having a marketing system will make the entire thing so much easier. Um, and if you don't outsource to someone, the next best thing is to create a simple system that you can follow and replicate week after week. So here's a peek into what it looks like for most of the clients that I work with. You want to start with a core piece of content. This core piece of content is typically a blog, a YouTube video, or a podcast. If you don't blog, which FYI, you really, really should because that the SEO from Google Analytics, you're, you're, you'll get seen so much faster. But let's say you're not. Let's say your core piece of content is Instagram and you're really good at Instagram. You feel really great at Instagram and you make a post every other day or so. Well, during the week, one of that pieces of one of those pieces of content, you can create as a blog and go a little deeper in it. But the idea is to have that one piece of core content. Um, and for like, there's a whole bunch of different types to do it. So I'm going to come from the perspective of a blog because I find that it's 10 times easier to start from that perspective. Um, but let's say you're going to create a blog. So I really recommend especially for people who blogs are hard, I really recommend that you talk out loud. Um, you can do that on your cell phone record, like a recorder, or you can do it. My, one of my favorite tools is called otter.ai. And otter AI is where you talk into it and it literally writes everything that you're saying. And then you can take that and clean it up, right? And turn it into a blog. So um, when you talk, it types and you would then obviously edit. So it's a good idea that you talk to type because it really comes across as more authentic and easier to read. The way we speak is easier to understand for most people than to read something. So starting from that perspective tends to make doing blog posts as an example so much easier. Um, and then you want to create graph like graphics and then you're going to repurpose it. So once the blog writing and editing is complete on a different time or a different day, you would want to sit down and create all of the graphics that you're going to use for that core piece of content. And the reason why I like people or I recommend to my clients to do it at a different time is writing and editing is one part of the brain, but creating graphics is a totally separate part of the brain. And if you try to do them in the same time or at the same sit down, it tends to feel harder than it actually is. So like, let's say you write this blog post or you text to write in otter.ai. For me, I like to do it on Sundays. It's low maintenance. I don't have any other meetings on that day and it's just easier for me. So I'll do that on um, Sunday. On Sunday, I will either edit it or I will go ahead and do it the next day. But my graphics, I want to do on a totally different day. And, and or a different time. Um, and here's the list of main things that you should create when it comes to graphics. This is the key to repurposing everything. So you want to have an, a header graphic. If your blog post has a header graphic, which is typically the size of like a Facebook post or a LinkedIn graphic, um, you can do that. 
one thing that a lot of my clients are doing is using instead of a header, header graphic, they're making their blog post use header graphics that are pin size. Then the pins are within it. And if you are doing Pinterest, it's a whole nother conversation, but it is 8,000 times easier to utilize Pinterest for marketing if you have those pins within your post. And let's be honest, the majority of people coming to our blog post are coming from a cell phone. And those graphics look 10 times better on a cell phone, the up and down, you know, thousand by um, 1500 size graphics. But either way, you're going to create a header graphic. You're going to create a Facebook and LinkedIn graphic, which sometimes is the same as a header graphic. You're going to create Pinterest pin graphics, which can ultimately also become Instagram stories. Then the secret that I like to work with my clients on is that you create an idea pin. An idea pin in Pinterest is multiple slides that become an idea pin within Pinterest. But the cool thing about it is you take that idea pin, you save it as an MP4. So then you have a video for uh, Pinterest. You can use it as um, a story pin also if you wanted to. You can make it into an IG reel. You can make it into a TikTok. You can make it into an Instagram video post. And you could also resize that idea pin and make a, a, a carousel on Instagram. I recommend choosing either an Instagram carousel, um, an Instagram reel, or an Instagram video post instead of doing all three. That could look a little sketchy on your site <laughs> if someone is actually looking at your whole site because then they're the same thing, right? But you could theoretically add an IG carousel today and in a couple months, use it as a video post or an, I, an IG reel. So you can do it if you give about two or three months in between. Almost no one is going to recognize that there's the same thing on there because most people are not, you know, analyzing your entire IG post. Um, then you're going to store these graphics. Again, this is my process. Any way that you want to do it is totally fine, but you'll want to store these graphics in a folder like on your Google Drive or on Dropbox with um, the title of the blog as the title of the folder. And then that way you can quickly find it throughout the year anytime you want to post something. So like, let's say you um, three, four months down the road, everyone seems to be talking about something that you've already done a post about or a blog about. You can access that very easily because of the titles um, in your Dropbox or your Google Docs and share it immediately on Instagram and you're not recreating anything. I've mentioned above the ways that you can repurpose the content, but the key is to create all of the graphics at the same time. You're in that mindset of creating graphics. You're able to save them all into one folder and you're not ever having to go back to Canva and redoing anything. Storing them, by the way, um, is in the folder really, really helps to find them quickly when you are in a pinch for new content, because you can go back to older content that's older than three months at any time and share that, especially if you're going on vacation or you're having a week where you don't have time to create a blog post, as an example. Um, and, 
And yes, you can use them again. <laughs> I know a lot of people just don't get that concept, but it is totally possible. And almost no one will see all your content in total and notice that you have used something again. And honestly, if they do, who cares? I mean, you are really looking for new people. You're looking to, through hashtags or keywords, you're looking to get more people to look at your stuff. Um, but I do recommend waiting about three months or so, because if you redo it two weeks later, that is probably going to get noticed. Um, and then the last piece of making marketing easier and less time consuming in 2022 is using keywords. And I know it feels that keywords or researching is really time consuming, but it is super, super helpful to ensure that your content is being seen by your ideal client um, and by Google to spread it as far as possible. So there are two times when researching typically is done. Um, first, let's say you have a concept. Um, you'll want to go ahead and search on that uh, content or that topic, I should say, um, to find the best title for your blog, video, or podcast, your core content. Um, because as you're looking in, well, and as an example, I like to use Uber Suggest or Google Keyword Planner or Keywords Everywhere. They're all like Keywords Everywhere is a Chrome plugin. Google Keyword Planner is through the ads. You do not have to do an ad, but it gives you an idea of what ads are really good, like really um, highly searched, but low competition. That's the key. Um, and, and Uber Suggest helps you to do that as well. And there is a free one um, on that side. So, um, sorry, now I got to go through all these pictures. The second time that you might do research is after you write the blog and you're looking for alternative keywords that you can use in the blog. So that's for me, that's during my editing process. When I've like edited the whole thing, I want to make sure that I'm taking a tiny bit of extra time to find alternative titles or alternative keywords that I can still use throughout that blog by going in and using some more descriptive words, keywords, correct? Um, also, you can use the keywords on Pinterest for the graphic overlay, the titles and the descriptions. That's when you're creating a pin for your content. And again, I'm not going to dive in deep to Pinterest today, but when you create a pin for, for um, your blog post, as an example, you want to do three to five pins that all have different graphic overlay titles, different titles, and slightly different descriptions so that you have a better opportunity to get that blog post seen by multiple people. So if you're talking about tacos, as an example, one pin can talk about um, Mexican tacos for you know, the holidays, right? Or you can say tacos that take less than 15 minutes. Obviously, whatever titles you're coming up with, it needs to be part of that blog, but you're coming at it from a different perspective. As an example for wedding pros, if you have a blog post, you can talk about um, this uh, beautiful summer wedding on the beach in XYZ city. 
right? Because as wedding pros, we're typically geographically located and we wanna make sure we're using all of the city keywords for the area that we work and or live in. Um, and the next one could be um, gorgeous, stunning florals for the summer wedding using eucalyptus, eucalyptus and whatever else. Um, or um, first look tips. And then the couple in your blog post, you talk about how they did a first look. All of those pins are going directly back to your blog post, but you have three different couples, or multiple couples that are potentially looking for some of those details that they could then stumble upon your content. It, the key is to not overwhelm yourself, especially if you're inclined to be a perfectionist, <clears throat> that might be myself. Um, even if you set a timer for like five or 10 minutes, 15 minutes, 20 minutes, whatever you have time for, you can say, okay, once that's done, my research is done. Because honestly, I've gone down rabbit holes and spent hours researching. And it that, that blog post never did any better truly than the rest of them. So um, don't try to be a perfectionist and think of like everything because just the act of doing that every week will be really overwhelming. And if you struggle with writing blogs or being consistent and research is really that block, that roadblock for you, ignore research right now. Just write the blog post. For me, it is more important for your business to do blog posts and or have core pieces of content than it is to have perfect content that everyone's gonna love, right? So some of my clients who are like, oh my God, research, it's just too much, it's like over my head. I advise them to do a blog post every week for multiple weeks. And as that process seems a little easier, try spending five minutes doing some research and, and see if it's more helpful, see if you, make better blog posts from it. And while I'm on that topic, blogs really should be more than 300 words, quote unquote. But again, if the roadblock to you writing blogs for your business is the fact that you have to try to do more than 300 words, then when you start doing blog posts, just try a few paragraphs. Try um, to get into that groove on consistency because that alone, just getting blog posts out is really going to help your ideal clients, Google to recognize that you're even doing blog posts. It may not get as crazy great Google um, juice, right, for analytics, but you can always add that later. You can always have more descriptive words. You can always later decide to do some research to get different ways of saying the same thing and that you can then sprinkle throughout that blog post that may get you over that 300 words. Um, you know, I have clients who that advice alone got them to do blogs each month and their business grew. It's not perfect and it's not ideal for Google but it's ideal to get you moving in the right direction of a habit of making core content. So the, the last thing that I'm gonna touch on is how often should you create core content? Since there really isn't a perfect sort of marketing rhythm that Google recommends, consider what you will commit to. 
what feels doable, what doesn't overwhelm you, whether you choose to do it like one time a week or biweekly or monthly even, at least you're going to be consistent and you're going to be putting out content. If you're only going to be doing it monthly, that's obviously not the best way of doing it. But if that's what you can commit to and that's what you're going to be consistent in and that gets you from not doing blog posts to doing blog posts, your business will thank you. You will start to get seen better just by having that content going around monthly. And pro tip, um, I talk about this a lot, but batching is really the key to being consistent and making the whole marketing process easier. Remember when I spoke earlier about you know, working on like-minded things, like when you're doing blog posts, do blog posts, this, that, and the other. If you create four pieces of core content on one day, you just say, okay, on the first Monday of the month, I'm going to do four blog posts. And then over the weeks, you're doing the graphics for each of those blog posts. Maybe that's an easier system for you. Maybe that's something that you would do. And I have personally tried to do that. Um, and I'm so relieved when I've created those blog posts sort of four in one day. It like makes me breathe easier. Um, but for me, that doesn't help me to stay consistent because when that month wraps around, it makes me crazy about having to do four blog posts in the day again. So for me, I do one blog post each week. It turns into my YouTube video. It turns into my my um, talks with you here on Clubhouse. It turns into my IGTV videos and it turns into all of my content as well. So I am hoping that this has given you a little look into how you might be able to make marketing easier and less time consuming, but also more consistent by making, making sure that you are working like you want to work and doing what you know is going to lead to that consistent contact, a uh, content being put out. That's it for today. I hope you have a fantastic day. Get out there and do something good for your business. And if you get a chance, leave me a review or subscribe. I'd love you to come back.